Hello, everybody. Thanks a lot for once again listening to the Goldie on Ice podcast. Steve Goldstein here. Uh, please take a moment at the end, listen to a word from our sponsors, Ken Morris, Dave Lister. They have been with uh, the podcast from the beginning, great guys, and without them, it wouldn't be possible. So let's get into a little bit of hockey. I think it's, you know, it's funny to me. I was looking at uh, the Panthers' record and schedule, and I was thinking about the Dolphins and their record and schedule. And you know what? Both teams, I think, are in the same boat, exactly where you thought they would be. You know, maybe a game or two here and there. Um, so as far as the Panthers are concerned, I, I kind of think this is what everybody expected, you know. Um, for the most part, exception the last couple games, uh, tight defense, low scoring. Uh, they've gotten good goaltending, very good at times. And just a team that's trying to find its way with half the lineup new, which is rare when you go to the Stanley Cup final. Three huge injuries right out of the gate. And still with Sam Bennett, even though he came back for, what, played eight minutes, and then a freak injury where a skate gets him in the exact same spot that he was banged up before. Um, but when you look at this team, without Aaron Ekblad and without Brandon Montour, and you, Gudis left as a free agent and Mark Stahl isn't back. Um, you really have a whole new defense. I mean, you've got Mahura, who, you know, has come in and really been an amazing story. They picked him up on waivers. He played all 103 games last year and has played every game this year. Um, but, you know, Josh Mahura is not giving you 20 minutes. He's not a 20, 25-minute guy. So when you take that into account, it's almost like you have five new defensemen or three of the top four new defensemen. Um, the good news is they're veterans. Oliver ekman larson has been around, played in different systems. He's been excellent. He's healthy. Um, I'm really surprised that so many teams, well, I shouldn't say so many teams because there were, you know, about a half a dozen teams that wanted him. Um, but so many teams kind of missed the boat and didn't realize that, you know, the, the broken ankle twice was really the reason that he struggled so much. And on a team that struggled, by the way, a lot of those guys in Vancouver struggled and now that team is playing well, and he's playing well for the Panthers. So, luckily, you have him as a veteran. Dmitry Kulikov, uh, Nico Mikula has played, what, 175, 180 games. So, you, you brought in guys that were veteran guys that know how to play. Um, so, that certainly helped. But I'll tell you what, when those guys come back, if the Panthers continue to keep their head above water and, you know, either be in a spot or right around a playoff spot... It could end up these first 15, 20 games being the old blessing in disguise because you found out a lot about other guys. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who they take out of the lineup. Um, you know, my anticipation is probably, even though I know Josh Maher has been terrific, does he become the seventh guy? Um, you know, he and Kulikov maybe back and forth because you know Ekman Larson and Mikola are staying in the lineup. That's, you know, 100%. And that sixth spot where Uvis Belinskis has come in and done a very nice job just making the team and, you know, giving them some good minutes. And Mike Riley got in there the other game against Columbus. Um, so you think that spot is clearly taken by one of the returning guys. And then there's one more. It's great for the depth. Um, and that's also assuming, by the way, when Montour and Ekblad do come back here in the next few weeks, that everybody's healthy. And there's no guarantee of that. We hope that, you know, there's no guarantee of that. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But if Forsling goes back with Aaron Ekblad, um, you know, you're going to have Ekblad, Montour, 
and whoever takes that spot that Gudis was in on that right side of the defense. And then Mikola and Ekman Larson and Forsling are probably, you'd anticipate, your, your left side. You know, it really, and, and then you've got the depth, whether it's Mahura, Kulikov, Polinskis, Riley. I mean, you get an injury or two. Now you have guys that know how to play the system, that are veteran guys that you can just plug in place. I think it's huge for this team. The, the other, you know, unfortunate thing about Sam Bennett being out that works out as the silver lining is you're really finding out about Lundell and Losterinen. And, you know, I think Etu does more when he's on the wing. He can play both. And Anton Lundell, I think the last few games has been coming on. But if you have the two of them on your third line at left wing and at center, I think this team is in really good shape, really good shape. Um, Nick Cousins has done a great job so far this year. And uh, and if that fourth line becomes, you know, Lomberg, Cousins, Stenland, and Lawrence, I'm not sure they have enough to do that. Like Cousins will probably play third line, maybe Stenland on the third level. We'll see how that goes. But if that's your fourth line with those four guys, it's not. that's a terrific fourth line. That's not a, you know, can't get it done fourth line. That's a fourth line that could score some goals, that obviously has the physicality. I mean, you look at the goals that Stenlin, Lawrence, Lomberg the other night, Cousins the last two home games. These guys have scored some big goals. I mean, Lawrence had, you know, the only goal besides the empty netter and the win in Detroit. So, these guys are able to create some offense, play well, uh, be physical. I'm just seeing a team that I figured with the injuries, would be right around 6-4-1 and one at the time of the taping of the podcast. Obviously, this game against Washington Wednesday night. Um, but would be right about around here. And I always thought if they could be within a few games, two, three games, whatever it is, over 500, when Montour and Ekblad and now Bennett all come back, I thought they'd be in good shape. Uh, good news, Spencer Knight is playing well down in the AHL. If at some point he gets a call up, so I do think a lot of it is uh, trending in the right direction um, for this team. And obviously, they're still working through some special teams things. But I'll tell you what, and again, you, you never want to rely on injured players because you play with who you got and everybody has injuries. But Montour and Ekblad make a very big special teams difference as well. Um, and the penalty kill starting to come around. You know, it's hard to develop chemistry. And really, besides the forwards the forward pair of Barkov and Reinhardt, um, everybody else is learning a new, you know, penalty-killing partner. So I have, you know, a little bit of uh, understanding, you know, impatience of why the penalty kill early on had struggled. But of late, um, it has been better. It was very good on the road trip and uh, thought did a good job in the game against Columbus. All right, so the Panthers have a uh, Friday night. It's going to be real good. Eastern Conference final rematch against Carolina. They've actually been struggling a little bit early on, but they got a win the other night, so uh, it's always going to be tough. And then the Panthers have a little payback they should have on their mind against Chicago on Sunday after a loss in Chicago last week. And really excited to see Connor Bedard. And, um, yeah, it was fun watching him in person in Chicago and uh, happy for the fans, able to see one of the, one of the great next superstars in the NHL uh, coming into the building. You can catch all the games on Valley Sports Florida, with the exception of the Washington game, which was on TNT, and the San Jose game next week. Uh, we do not do, I think that's ESPN Plus or TNT, one or the other. Um, but then we'll be back with you from Anaheim and L.A. Um, 
back-to-back late next week. So tune in. We're always on the air a half hour before face-off with the pregame show. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. Subscribe. Leave a message. Leave a comment, whether it's good or bad. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, everybody. Thanks. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, You're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I could tell you this. Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So he's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400. 4400 for Ken Morris.